shabby, that don't mean that the word of God is weak in any kind of way. Come on, somebody. And you must believe that you got to come up to the word of God so that the word of God can be effective in your life. Am I right about it? It is up to the believer to make the word of God come alive in their life because in the unbeliever, it can't come alive because they don't believe. But it's bad when the saint of God that, that, that we supposed to be standing on the word of God and when he come down time to stand, we're not standing. So therefore that we must increase in our faith in order for us to stand on the word of God. If you don't believe and rely on it, then guess what? It has no effect in your life. You can't see it become alive. Come on, somebody. It's just ink on the paper. But it's got to be written in your heart. Amen. If you would, I'm going to drop down. I'm going to skip some of this. And I'm going to drop down to Isaiah 55. For those that have a paper. For those that do not have a paper. I have one sheet that somebody can make a copy off of. You got some? Okay. That was the last copy you had. I have a copy. I have a copy up here. This is the only one that I have that is not written all over. Psalms 55, not Psalms, but Isaiah 55. Verse 6 says, Seek ye the Lord while call upon him while. Oh, so it's a stipulation there. In other words, you got to get him now. At the time you hear about him, that's the time for you to get hold to him. At the time that you hear that he exists, it's the time for you to start seeking for him. Amen. Let the wicked forsake his way. Wait a minute. When he said the wicked, that it, uh, everybody qualified there. Huh? Everybody that was born of a woman qualified there. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy on him. 
and to our God, for he would abundantly part. Oh, so then therefore, if you, uh, in your own thoughts, you done left the Lord. And the Bible says for you to forsake your ways and your unrighteousness and your thoughts, and then you can return back to the Lord. So in other words, if you're going to keep on with your stinking thinking, you can't return to the Lord. Uh-uh. So if we're going to turn to the Lord, guess what? Then guess what? We got to abandon ourselves. For him to have mercy upon us. And to our God, he would abundantly pardon. Oh, so if he got to pardon us, then evidently we were guilty, right? Hmm. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my way. So stop thinking of you so spiritually. Some of you, some folk get act like they so spiritual they ain't no good for their own self. They act like they right up there with God. Come on now. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Why did he say that? Because his ways is up above and yours is beneath. And my thoughts than your thoughts. Because guess what? In your natural thinking, you don't think nothing good. Come on, somebody. In your natural thinking, evil runs through your mind all the time. You begin to think about what somebody done to you, what you should have done to them. Come on, somebody. And some of the things that you did do. So therefore, our, our thinking is always stinky. For as the rain coming down and the snow from heaven and return not hither, but water the earth and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which, and it shall prosper in the things wherein I sent it. For ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you unto singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorns shall come upon the fir tree. And instead of the brow shall come upon the myrrh tree. It shall be to the Lord for a name and for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Hmm. Back up at six verse, we got to abandon our ways. Abandon, you know. Sometimes you didn't hear the uh, expression abandon when 
when in the natural sense people go and leave children by the dumpster on somebody else's doorstep because they didn't want no children so they abandoned them. God said you got to abandon your way. You got to leave it where God saved you at. You got you to gotta leave it there to who it belonged to and that's your enemy. Abandon our ways and that is in deeds and in speech. Uh-oh. We'll try to keep a clean hand, but we'll keep a dirty mouth. Uh, he said you got to abandon your ways. That means out of your mouth and of your hands. The ways we are accustomed to following. It's hard getting out of what we're accustomed to doing. But you know what? It, you got to put up a good fight. Why do you think Paul said, I fought a good fight? I kept the faith. Paul had to fight against himself just as well as he had to fight against others. Come on now. Amen. And the problem comes if we don't want to fight against ourselves. We rather box with everybody else, but we won't box with our own spirit. Am I in the right place? We must abandon our wicked thoughts. Oh, all y'all thoughts is holy. <laughs> huh? He said, and get and guess, I got this from a Hebrew transition. And guess what it said? It said, because if you don't abandon your wicked ways, if you don't abandon your thoughts, for repentance will not be effective with regards of the visible aspect of sin. So guess what? Just hollering, I repent. That don't make it effective. It only becomes effective when you abandon. Huh? Unless we abandon the thoughts and abandon the sin, repentance is just another word. Amen. It says that it has no effect. You got the uh, 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 repentance target the hidden sin and the hidden thoughts that we carry. Did y'all hear that? The stuff that don't nobody else see. But you know it's there. Come on now. For the good and the bad action of man are dependent upon the hand, the mouth, and the heart. And repentance is required from all of them. Repentance is required from your hands. Repentance is required from your mouth. And repentance is sure enough required from your heart. Amen. The man of iniquity must abandon his thoughts and adopt God's thoughts. Uh-oh. Wow. How other words are we going to make it in if we don't adopt the thoughts of God? 
try to we try to retain what we think is what got us in the shape that we was in in the first place. So if we don't try to learn the thoughts of God, we'll continue to walk in our own ways. And our own ways would lead us to destruction. Did that make sense? So we must abandon our thoughts and adopt God's thoughts. I'm in Isaiah 55. And to do good in his eyes. Come on now. We don't, we don't, we don't mind putting on a, a facade and look straight in each other's eyes. But what, what, what is God seeing? And the problem is that we don't recognize that it's what God really see in you that makes the difference. Huh? God said, my laws are not like the laws of man. That's of flesh and blood. As for you, whoever confesses in judgment is found guilty. But as for me, speaking as the Lord would say, whosoever confesses and give up his evil ways is granted clemency. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You mean you were guilty? But God said, if you confess it and release it, get rid of it, he will give you clemency? Oh. So guess what? There's no point in us approaching God as if though we got it all together. Because we don't. Huh? Come on now. Guess what? You got, you and I got to strive to get the glory on good behavior. Good behavior is the only way you going to get clemency. Come on, somebody. My ammunition to you. Watch your hands, watch your mouth, and watch what you let stay in your heart. Because it can't condemn you. Yes, sir. Sin and, and did their own way. And see that, and, and the reason why I think we as a church is losing a lot of our effectiveness and unable to repent and stay clean because we linger and hang too close to folks that are not living a conscious, saved life. There's a difference between good people and folks that are living a saved life. Mm. And there, uh, remember even when, if you go even further, 
there was two nations in, I think it was Rebecca's womb. Mm -hmm. There was uh, 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 Jacob and Esau. Esau. So we have a tendency, we want to group everybody in the same picture. And that, that won't happen. That doesn't work well. And that's why saints now are taking on the nature of sinners. Because they're too close and they forgot your, their flesh loves sin. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be uh, do it right away, but is something about your flesh going to gravitate to it? And the more you're around it, the more you're going to be exposed and the easier it's going to become for you to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's why uh, it, it's, it's, it's hard to repent when we lose our mental fight. Mm -hmm. And that's why God told them not to even uh, join themselves to the, the uh, children of Cain. And they were brothers. They were Adam and Eve's son. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't even go with them. Don't hang with them. And, and, and if you listen to, and, and if you look at how we're losing out, it really don't make sense. Because we convince ourselves to live contrary to what God said. We know what God said. Mm -hmm. And that lifestyle consumes us. And, and, and when you look at when they crossed that line, they couldn't go back. Amen. We, it's like staying too close to the line. You know, you can, you, you can, you can stay too close to the line, and if you ain't careful, you'll wind up in a swerve across the line. And sometimes you swerve across and you can't get back. So you have to watch how you tow the line, amen. A lot of folks get a get get in a habit of loving to tow the line, you know, uh, between right and wrong. You know. And I think that every child of God needs to remember this more so now than ever. Follow me as I follow Christ. Uh -huh. If you ain't following Christ, I ain't got no reason to be following you. Right. And, and that goes for, for so-called saints as well as preachers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why do you want me to follow you and you going in the wrong direction? Why do you want me, want, want me to follow you and you living in the gray? And when God is having us live in the black and white, mm -hmm. you trying to get away with as much as you can and call yourself saved and holy. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to get to heaven, so I got to live in the black or white. But most folks think that that's just talking about following the preacher. But that's following anybody. Amen. Come on, somebody. So you have to watch how you follow your buds. Because guess what? If your buds ain't living saved, they have to pull you back to where they are so they can feel comfortable around you. Yep, yep. They want to be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Absolutely. 
why God said, as the heavens are higher than the earth, than your ways. That is to say that there is a distinction and a difference in the ways of yours and the ways of God. And the ways of God has an advantage and it is superiority in the ways of God than your ways and our ways are hellish, devilish. The Bible speaks of our ways being devilish. Amen. You are intended upon rebelling against God where God is intended on bringing you back home. Isn't that amazing that we constantly rebel against God, but God is constantly trying to bring us in. We fight, we fight more against God than we do with God. And, that, and, and that's... that's Saints and sinners alike. We fight against what God is trying to do in our life, trying to bring us back in harmony with Him. Come on, somebody. That we get we 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 get in a habit of uh, of feeling more comfortable where we are than where God wants us to be. Did that make sense? But God said, my word that goes out from my mouth, I need you to understand that it will not come back to me void. The words that go out of my mouth to inform through the prophets and the preachers and the teachers will not return to me empty. But will go to you it, 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 it would go good for you if you were heed to them. Uh-uh. But we have a problem of listening to the word of God or the message of God that is sent by God by the man of God. Unless in some jack leg jump in with an inspirational speech. You tear the flow up then. If he makes you false promises, you tear the flow up then. Come on, somebody. I, 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 I see you, woman of God, that God's going to do great things in your life. Well, you know yourself, if you ain't living up the par, how is God going to do some great things in you? Come on now. You already know that you need to be at the altar repenting. Amen. If he had anything to tell you, he should have told you, sister, I see where you are. And so do God. And you know what you need to do. That carries more for the person that's in need of finding a niche in their spirit to see God than you telling them a bunch of lies. Come on, somebody. The word of God is not going to go back to God's void whether you believe it or whether you don't believe it. It ain't going to return to him empty. Huh? It's going out into all the world. And it's going to accomplish what God, you know what it's going to accomplish? It's going to accomplish you being saved or you being damned. But it's going to make it a complication. Amen. 
The word of God going to have an effect in every, each and every individual life. It's going to come out with an accomplishment. You guys got to figure out which part of it is going to be in you. Is it going to be salvation or is it going to be judgment? Yes, sir. Well, we sometimes we we overlook so much. If the person's speech is bad, their lifestyle is going to be bad. Yeah. Sweet water can't come out of a bitter fountain. Nope. And so, you know, uh, even the folks that, that, that try to give the appearance of, of salvation, it, right now they can get it straight if they wanted to. Yes, they can. But because they love darkness more than light, and see, that's what we, we forget. We done fell in love with one or the other. And we're going to love one or the we're other. We're going to love one another. And so, you know, and so therefore, uh, folks that... Uh, that don't mean any good, and they, it just ain't in their heart. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, until we start being honest, and then start actually uh, evaluating the people that are around us, then you know, because you you can tell the tree by the fruit is bad. Uh huh. If you're constantly lying and constantly, I love the Lord, but you don't do what you need to do. Uh, won't pay your tithes, won't come to church, won't, 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 mm-hmm. and keep coming up. How do you love the Lord? Yeah, absolutely. Come he on. said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And he told they're not grievous. Right. And if we fail in simple, of dis, feel simple obedience down here, how are we going to make it up there? We're not going to make it. And so I don't think we really, uh, really pay attention because number one, the first thing that we we, we would talk about relationships. Uh, I ain't gonna let no woman do me such and such a way. I ain't gonna let no man do me such and such a way. But we try to do God any kind of way. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's bad when you. Testify a lie about how much you love God, but you ain't never at the house of God. How can you love him? If you can't love his word, how can you love him? Because his word is him. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Not in their heart. It's not in their heart. They're not going to be faithful to church. They're not going to be on time. Mm-mm. Because it's not in their heart. It's not in their heart to be. Let's go to John chapter 5. Verses 39 through 47. If we get down that far. And the 39th verse says, Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. 
and they are they which testify of me. And you would not come to me that you may have life. I receive not honor from men, but I know you that you have not the love of God in you. I come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. But if another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. How can you believe which receive honor one of another, and seek not the honor that comes from God only? Do you think that I will accuse you of the Father? There is one that accuses you, even Moses, in whom you trust. For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. For if you believe not his writing, how shall you believe my word? Now, before I go back to where I started, I got to stop at verse 46 just for a minute. For I had, no, no, 45. If you think that I would accuse you to the Father, there is one that accuses you, even Moses, whom you trust. Now, you got to understand that Moses had to present the children of Israel to God. Guess what? Whoever the shepherd that God puts you under has got to present you to God. So guess what? Guess where your accusing going to come from? He going to tell God what you did and what you wouldn't do. What you think Moses was going to tell God about the children of Israel? What they were stubborn and murmuring about? What they were hard-headed about? And guess what? We pay no attention to that. But guess what? The man of God has got to do the same thing Moses did. Got to present you to God. Uh-uh. Well, 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 well. Jesus, you know what Jesus is saying? I'm not. I'm going to be on the judgment stand. I'm going to be the judge. He's going to be the one that's going to be the spokesman for you. I'm going to listen to what he got to say about you. Oh. We didn't think about that, did we? I'm going to listen to what he got to say about your faithfulness. I'm going to listen to what he had to say about your attendance. I'm going to have to listen to what he said about your work in the kingdom. Because I left him with that duty. Ooh. Ooh. Somebody's going to have to go in for the preacher. everybody got somebody to, to, to go up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Say, all you with them huffed up spirits better get rid of them. Because the man of God has got to give an account of you. Just like Moses had to give an account of the nation of Israel. Now, let's go back up to the 39th verse. Search the scriptures. Huh. Investigate them. Huh. Thoroughly. And carefully. See, we like to run through them. 
You got to investigate them thoroughly and be careful. Go on a hunt like a hound go after a scent. Boy, when a hound get on a scent, ain't no point you calling them, come on back, Butch. Uh-uh. Butch, I'm following this and out. I'm getting this rabbit. Amen. And you can't call them back. All you can do is just keep up with it. You got to go on a search for God and let nobody call you back. You got to look back and tell them, keep up with me because I ain't going back. I'm on a search. Come on now. I have got a sin on the way God went and I'm after him. Huh? You know, there was a song that we used to sing here. Uh, well, name how it go? I'm running after you. I'm chasing after you. No matter what I got to do. Because I need you more and more. We act like we didn't got to the point that we didn't got all that we need out of God. But baby, I'm here to tell you, you ain't got enough. But stop looking at your, your, your glass like it's it, 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 it half empty. It's better start looking at it like I need to fill it up. Amen. And discover the true meaning of the written word, and that's the scripture. We got to discover what the scripture means. Because it's concerning our life. And you know what? He's telling them. Now I know he was talking to the nation of Israel at this particular time when he was talking to them. But Jesus was the one that was doing the talking. And Jesus was telling them, search the scripture. Because you think that in the Torah that you got salvation. And it speaks about me. And you won't come to me. Wow. Wow. They did not get the knowledge of the understanding that the word of God was talking about Jesus Christ. Because you will get a better understanding and better seeking information about the man of eternal life. You need to know all about Jesus that you can know. You need to know J-E-S-S, upside down, backwards. Come on, somebody. The scriptures speak of Jesus Christ from Genesis to Revelation. And people refuse to come to Christ to gain eternal life. And, and, and it's just so ironic. That those that think that religion is going to get them the glory, and it's got to be Jesus Christ that gets them the glory. Come on, somebody. Jesus came in the authority of God and was not welcome, but you must welcome him and trust him in order for you to know the meaning of eternal life. If you don't come to trust God, if you don't come to trust Jesus Christ, you'll never experience the meaning of eternal life. 
Jesus said, I came that you may have life and that more abundantly. How much abundant can you get than eternal life? Huh? You looking for the abundance to go in your pocket. You looking for the abundance in your bank account. You looking for the abundance in your closet or, or what you ride in. But baby, the more abundance is eternal life. If you ain't got but one pair of shoes to walk with, you just better hope that you be saved. Come on, somebody. Long as that old jalopy gets you from point A to point B and you be saved, you got enough. If you truly search, you got to dig. And when you investigate, you got to dig. You got to dig the scripture. You can't read one scripture and then fold your book and say, I got it. Amen. You got to dig into the written word of God. You got to dig into the written word of God and you cannot help but find Jesus Christ in all your digging. One of the Old prophet, one of the Old Testament prophets, talked so explicit about Jesus Christ, and that was Isaiah. He put it right on the line. You, if you searched the scripture, if you read Isaiah, you couldn't miss he was talking about Jesus Christ. Amen. And this was before Jesus got here. That's why Jesus said, I came, I come in the volume, the contents of the book, to do thy will, O Lord. It speaks of Jesus Christ even in the book of Psalms. Amen. In his word, God gives direct testimony of Jesus Christ, and you will not know it unless you search the scriptures. So many folks are missing who he really is. They claim to know who he is, but a whole lot of them are really missing who he really is. You can, you can know his credentials, but do you really know who he is? Huh? You know he walked on water, but do you really know who he is? Amen. And the only way you're going to find out who he really is is search the scripture. You got to know him by thy word. No New Testament saint is saved outside of knowing who Jesus Christ is. You got to know him. You got to come acquainted with him. Come on, somebody. You got to become a friend of his. <laughs> if you go, do you do you mostly let your enemies know everything about you? If you gonna know anything about Christ, you got to become a friend of His. Amen. Because He's He. Guess what? He's good at leaving you on the outside looking in, thinking that you know when you don't know nothing.
Yeah. century saints are winking at all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We, a lot of us in here don't believe this uh, by the way we walk and by the way we talk sometimes that, that, that this is true to salvation. Uh-huh. By the company we keep. Yep. Absolutely. Because light and darkness don't have no fellowship. That's what the book says. And we got to go by the word. Amen. We've had people to even come here and try to place their membership here but don't believe this. Uh-huh. And 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 hold and holding to it. That's correct. Mm-hmm. They come to change things rather than to allow things to, to change, change them. them. Right. And and, and and a whole lot of us think that God is just going to just wink at or God is going to excuse the stuff that we don't believe. No, sir. And not not realizing. You are an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. If God comes back, you can't be saved. You can't go to heaven. Absolutely. You're going to be labeled as an unbeliever. You, if you disbelieve a little part of it, you, you can't go to heaven. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. Yes, sir. You having a problem with one part of it, you just nullified the whole law. Yes, sir. Let's go to John chapter 7. Not on your agenda, but you can write it on there if you choose. John chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. Are we there? Let's read that, please. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believed on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Now, listen at that 39th verse. For those that don't feel that it's absolutely necessary to have the Holy Ghost. And for those that think that you was born with the Holy Ghost. So I need you, I need, I need you, to, I need you to understand that passage of scripture. So listen what listen what the scripture said after Jesus' speech. It said, "But this he this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believed on him should receive." So now, him if you believe on him, after you believe on him, then you will receive. It didn't say nothing about you was already born with it. It didn't say nothing about he was going to wake it up in you. Huh? He said you got to receive it. If you got to receive it, somebody got to give it to you. 
Huh? And if and if the one that's speaking is Lord of Lord and King of King, and if he don't give it to you, you ain't got it. They're playing. And if you want to know what he was talking about, he said, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given. At this point, they did not have it. Did y'all hear it? Uh, the process had not been complete. The process had not taken place. The action of God was spoken, but it hadn't came to pass. It didn't come to pass to the day of Pentecost. The very pass of scripture that you're reading now. Hmm. He wasn't in them. Come on, so they was moved by. Huh? But he gave you some more privilege. He said, you wasn't moved by. He came to get in you. And you talking about you already got it. Better check that ghost out. Come on, somebody. If you did not get it according to the word of God, you got a ghost, but it ain't the Holy Ghost. Come on. Their lust and their desires confused with the Holy Ghost. Because their thing that they want, they think God is telling them that's what they that's what they want. That's what they want, or that's what they're gonna get. We our our main cry right now is about what we want. Absolutely. Has nothing to do with God. And so we consume a whole lot of stuff upon our own lust. Yep. And we do everything we can to get it and try to get it in the name of Christ. And it don't happen like that. Man, don't work like that. Mm -hmm. It's got to be according to the scripture. If you don't get anything else out of the lesson, everything that you prosper or receive in God is going to be according to his word. Huh? And don't you walk out of here being deceived that God is going to overlook your actions and still give you what you want. That ain't happening. But guess what? You got another devil that's standing right out there ready to shift it to you and give you what you want. And you'll run away and talk my God gave it to you. You better believe it. Huh? Amen. Don't you forget that Jesus had that same encounter with the same devil that you got an encounter with. Oh. He offered that, he offered Jesus a whole lot of stuff. Huh? Glitter and gold. Glamour. Huh? You know how y'all like that glamour. Glitter and gold he offered him. All you got to do is worship me. Come on, somebody. And you walk away from here talking about what God then gave you. 
But yet still, God can't give you the spirit of anointing, but he can give you all this other stuff. Woo! You trade the anointing of God for stuff. Let that soak in. All you highly spirit sanctified folks. Why are you getting caught up in stuff? Stuff will deceive you. And guess what? Down the and further down the pike, stuff is going to cause a whole lot of folks to commit suicide. Because they ain't going to want to lose their stuff. They ain't worried about losing their God. They ain't going to want to lose their stuff. That's why we keep going through all these recessions and things like that. Because people are... Stealing and embellishing upon uh, people's bank accounts and stuff because of stuff. Yep. We're going in one recession right after another because somebody's greedy. Yep. Absolutely. Jesus gives conditions on receiving the spirit of the living God. He said, first of all, you must be thirsty. Uh -huh. uh, nobody lackadaisical got the Holy Ghost. Nobody lazy got the Holy Ghost. Nobody got the Holy Ghost saying, I can take it or leave it. Nobody got the Holy Ghost saying that I don't believe all that. You got to be thirsty. You got to be eager. And with all consuming, craving, passion of the soul to complete the union with God. You got to show God something that you really want him. Did y'all hear that one? However, some with the attitude of it don't take all that. I can take it or leave it. Huh? It's not, haven't y'all heard? It's not for this day. You took Paul's message and you twisted it. The enemy took the word of God and twisted it and had you believing that the Holy Ghost is not for this day. And you're going to go to hell with that thought if you ain't careful. Because if the Holy Ghost don't get you up out of here, you ain't getting up out of here. Did y'all hear me? The same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead has got to quicken you. When the rapture comes, you got to be quickened. You got to be changed in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye. And the Holy Ghost is the only one can do that. Come on, somebody. It doesn't take all that. Not for this day. Then you get down to speaking in tongues. 
Oh, that's jibber jabber. Well, you better jibber jabber on the heaven. Come on, somebody. Your attitude plays a great part in what you believe. Come on, somebody. If you don't believe it, your attitude shows that it's written all over you. No, oh, that's jibber jabber. I know what it is to you because you're not familiar with it. Come on, somebody. But them four letter words ain't jibber jabber to you. Robber, every stealer, every and shown up every liar. 
Come on up, y'all. We all the same. And I know that's a lie. Huh? How the world that we think we're going to go and serve and be in the presence of a holy God and won't follow him? I'm like I'm, 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 I'm like the scripture now. God said, "Who told you that? Who told you you gonna go to heaven and stand in the presence of a holy God with hellish ways? Who told you that? Because we don't want to be holy. It ain't stopping God from being holy. And where God stays is going to be purified. Now, you think that you're going to go up there with some unpurified ways to tarnish heaven? The devil is alive. One rascal tried that, he got kicked out. If he kicked out one, he'll kick out a thousand. Come on, somebody. If he kicked out the fallen angels, he'll kick out me and you too. So guess what? That tells me, according to the word of God, we need an attitude adjustment. Hmm. So stop thinking you so spiritual because you ain't. Come on now. Come on, somebody. Only body that's spiritual in this equation is the Holy Ghost. And you gotta follow the Holy Ghost lead. If you ain't following the Holy Ghost lead, you hellish. Tie up your head all day talking about I see, I see, I see. And God see you too. Come on now. He ain't impressed by your head rag. You can't impress him by your head rag. Come on now. Huh? But you can impress him by following his way. That's what impresses him. Huh? Which one of us out here did God ever tell the devil, like he said about you, consider my servant? Woo! Uh-oh. Well, God ain't going to say that because he knows you've already lost that bell. Consider one of y'all, the first thing come out of your mouth, one of them four letters with the devil. The devil said, see that? I made them cuss right before. 